this morning, I'm more uh, aware of the beauty of being able to speak right after the words of the gospel. And Jesus says some really beautiful things today, and I'm hesitant to say too much um, for fear that you might hear something other than what Jesus is saying. So um, I don't want you to be distracted. But I would like just to choose a couple phrases uh, to reflect on. Maybe one from the beginning, the middle, and the end of the gospel this morning. And I just hope that you can receive Jesus' words with great affection and sincerity. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. One of the greatest compliments uh, you can give to another human being is to tell that other human being that when you're with them, you really feel at home. Really feel at home with you. It's one of the best things you could say to someone. Because it means that they make you feel comfortable. They make you feel warm. They make you feel safe. I imagine if um, you're on a first date and the woman says to the man, you really make me feel at home. The man's doing a really good job. Jesus introduces this concept of being comfortable and safe to his disciples to remind them that they have a heavenly home. This place of rest that was a predestined for them since their, since their first breath. A place of belonging and peace. And I think in this conversation that Jesus has with the disciples that he wants them to know the comfort and peace of heaven. And this is, some might say that uh, this is his mission to bring heaven to us. This passage is often read at funerals chosen by family members because it expresses um, the fact that their hearts are troubled and Jesus is trying to bring them comfort. Do not let your hearts be troubled, Jesus says. Faith in God. Have faith also in me. And if the family member doesn't choose it, oftentimes I feel like the priest will choose it. Because I know for myself, I look at the, continue, the passage continues, and I, and I look at it like um, from an aspect of confusion. Like Thomas expresses great confusion. He says, Master, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? I think sometimes family members, those who are grieving, have the same sense, same sense of confusion. What are you doing? How could you possibly take this person away from me? I don't know where they're going. I don't know the way. Thomas expresses what's on his heart to Jesus. And so the, the person who is grieving has that same sense. Confusion continues with Philip after Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
If you know me, then you will know my father also. Philip says, Master, show us the father. That'll be enough for us. Just, just show me and we'll be satisfied. If this ever happens to you, but in prayer, you ask for something and um, you don't hear anything. Silence. Or you ask for something and God gives you something else. I find myself oftentimes with this mentality. And up and down in my life, uh, it's true. I remember asking uh, for good grades. And um, I got pretty good grades, but um, I didn't get like the best grades. Or I asked like, I wish my family was different, you know? My family didn't change. I wish my friends were different. I wish my life was different. Here we are in quarantine, and uh, my, I'm sure I'm not alone, but my life has been uh, a little turned upside down. God, I wish my life was different. It's been harder to sleep, actually, for me uh, during these last weeks. Um, I'm not on a schedule anymore, so... Um, Midnight will come, and I'm like wide awake. 1 a.m., 2 a.m. This is when normal people sleep, God. Don't you know that? I just want to sleep. <laughs> then I wake up at 6. Awake again. I'm like, heck? So you ask God for something, and he doesn't give it to you. What do we do with that? think um, in those moments the Father, God says here here's Jesus I know you want sleep here's Jesus I know you want your life to be different here's Jesus and immediately you say to the Father I didn't ask for Jesus. I want sleep. I want this to be better. I want peace. I want a certain sense of joy. I want comfort. I want warmth. I want safety. The Father says, here's Jesus. So you can understand that the Father wants to give you Jesus. And as we continue reading, we come to realize that what does Jesus want? Jesus wants to give you the Father. And so there's this dy dy dynamic that uh, everything in the heart of the Father is the Son. And everything in the Son, everything in the heart of the Son wants to unite us with the Father. So when Philip asks Jesus, just show us the Father, that'll be enough for us. Jesus responds, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you 
I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. If you want to know what God is like, we look at Jesus. This is a basic tenet of the Christian faith. When we look upon the face of Jesus, we look upon the face of God. You know, when Jesus loved someone in the Bible, they could feel it. That it was somehow different than any other human person loving them. It far surpassed human love. Why? Because when he loved you, God loved you. When you look at the crucifix, I always look at the crucifix. We look at the crucifix, and it's very common to say, wow, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. You really see the love of Jesus in the crucifix. But when you look at the crucifix, you see the love of the Father. You know, many are tempted to believe that, oh, Jesus loves us. It's quite clear. If that really happened, it's quite clear Jesus loves us. But the Father, the Father's really mad. He's really angry. He wants to zap us. But thanks be to God, Jesus says, no, 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 don't zap them, zap me. That is a lie. That is a total lie. What kind of understanding of the Father is that? That's not how it is. The Father isn't crazy. He doesn't delight in watching his son suffer. He himself suffers on the cross. God the Father loves us to death. This is the gospel. So we too pray today in the words of Philip. Show us the Father. Show us the Father, Jesus. And that will be enough for us. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.